What's going on, Sports Station? Welcome to Game Breakers, the sports show where we will be breaking down news that's relevant in the sports world. It's your host, Edward. And your other host, well, man, look, past few days, what's been going on, man? Like, what, what's been going on? Like, where have you been? Where have I been? Why is yeah, it always like, me, man? You know, I don't understand why. You're supposed to be my brother. Like, why do you always put the blame yeah. on me first? I don't get it. Be- because why? blame can't be on me. I, like, oh, blame can't be on me. I'm basically perfect. So I don't understand. Oh, like, my God. can't ever be blamed with me. So if something's going wrong, it must be of your doing. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. I'm I mean, look, that's just what I think. Hey, look. And guess what? We forgive you. I forgive you. But, <sighs> you know, we didn't go Friday. We didn't go Saturday. It's okay, though, because we are here Monday night. And, you know, we're going to give you guys an episode. But, I mean, what do you think is going to come out, bro? What, like Tuesday morning, maybe? Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. It's that. Tuesday morning. All right. Yes, 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 yes. Now, look, guys, really quickly, before we get into the show, we got an action-packed show for you guys. Real quick. We have officially rebranded. It is no longer the Instagram. It's no longer the Sport Daily, blah, blah, blah. It is GameBreakers.pod on Instagram and on TikTok at GameBreakersPod. So mm. the marketing is going to be crazy, man. Like, watch like what we guys got. We're going to be posting previews if you guys missed stuff. So make sure that you guys head over there and follow us. You know, we also got a link tree to link you to the Apple Podcast website. Or if you like Spotify more, you can go watch it on Spotify, and we're also available yeah. on other podcast sites. Yeah. I just don't really know the other sites' name. I'm not gonna lie to you. All that I use is iHeartRadio or Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, like I thought iHeartRadio do like, they even do podcast stuff for real? Yeah, according to you know what happens when NBS sends out our stuff as well too. So I know this time this sends out the oh, podcast to a okay. bunch of other stations. So we are definitely getting marketed in other places. Okay, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. So, yeah, guys, look, Game Breakers Pod. Just type it in on social media. We should pop up. And, yeah, we're going to be going crazy. This is the year Game Breakers. I know I kind of been saying that lately. But now that the rebrand is done, this is officially, officially the year Game Breakers. I'm telling you, watch by summertime. You know, I'm really, I'm really excited. Excited, bro. I'm excited too, to be honest. And what better way to do it than with my guy, Will, man? Seriously. Yes, yes, probably. yes, yes, yes. Yo, bro, we've really been doing this since what, 2019? Mm-hmm. What, 2019? I would have been doing it earlier like when it comes to producing uh, content and speaking, but you know, it doesn't matter. We still hey, here. Look, man, hey, look. Never. hey, look, they say that the right time is your time, all right? Like when Ooh. it happened, that's when it was supposed to happen. Yes, okay. sir. But yo, okay. bro, let's get straight into it. Action pack right, today. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I'm gonna start off with uh, the Houston Texans. You know, there's always some drama surrounding this team, man. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, once again, uh, it's reported that the Sean Watson and the trade rumors Texans don't plan on trying to lessen their asking price for the Sean Watson. Now, we all know that when it comes down to it, no team is really going to want to give up much for a guy who still has what 22 lawsuits accusing him of sexual assault and misconduct. And on top of that, the whole idea of a distraction towards your team is not really what you want in the NFL. I don't know what you think about it. <laughs> Wait, yeah, okay. you can not hear me. You can Okay. Yeah. 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 Hold I'm on. Just can you hear me? <laughs> I'm you could not. Ha- no, you weren't hearing me for real. You were not hearing me. No, I wasn't hearing you. No, I'm, I'm not, 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 not talking about that. 
I'm not lying about that, but the whole yeah, 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 I'm just joking about that. Indeed, yes. I oh, okay. Just said well, people, look, point is, so, I don't, you know. Okay, well, well, I hope that it didn't cut off because I, I hope that that didn't cut off because that would really suck. But all that I was saying is right now the Texans can't, like, so reports are saying that the, that the Texans still want three first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. I'm saying you can't get that right now, especially with the lawsuit allegations that this guy has against him. It's not looking good. And for you to mortgage your future when you don't even know what his future is going to be, it makes no sense. Now, I think if he does clear the allegations, I still think that three first-round picks are a bit crazy. But I think that they'd be more on the right to ask for that if he's able to play versus with this legal case pending. I think it's ridiculous to still expect that. So the Texans are in a lose-lose situation here, really, because I don't think that they'll get that. And then they'll end up just having Deshaun Watson just on their team. And then you're kind of paying him to do nothing. And you're trying to rebuild. And you know that if you get rid of him, you can better your rebuild. So the Texans have to move him on at some point in time. And I don't think that they're going to get exactly what they want. But I still do think that they'll get a decent return back for him. That's yeah, kind of like Texans, just like what I was saying. For me, the Texans, they're in an odd predicament here, you know, because they want to get the right price from, like you just yeah. said, but they also want to make sure that, you know, whatever it is that they're getting for him um, has to be the right price and in addition to uh, make sure that he is not a lingering distraction. So either you want to get rid of him now and take what you can get, or you want to hold out and wait and see if you can get a better offer, which in your case of trying to get three first-round draft picks to get a guy who hasn't played in what a year or so, um, yeah. despite him being young, despite him being a top five QB, probably when healthy, arguably, uh, it's not really worth it for me, you know. And when it comes down to it, I know there are some teams in the NFL right now who are having some openings for the QB spot. Um, you know, we have Steelers. Uh, you, you know, a lot of these other teams, obviously the Denver Broncos. Um, but when it comes down to it all, they have to be really, really sure that Deshaun Watson is worth it. And I don't think he's worth it right now at this point in time because of what's going on outside of football and yeah. the fact that he has to now work his way back into shape. I know he's been probably keeping in shape still, but he hasn't been getting hit, though. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. I also don't through. know what draft capital the Steelers or something like that would even have um, because I know that with Brian Flores now going to, like, the Steelers, I saw that there were some rumors that, you know, the mm-hmm. Steelers could probably make a room, like, a push for him. But I don't even mm-hmm. think that they have draft capital to even give the Houston Texans, to be honest. So I don't know how that would work. But if I'm the Texans, honestly, right now, I am going to keep hold of Deshaun Watson if I'm not getting what I want. Um, Because, I'd like, because you know, yeah. like, like, like imagine they trade this guy. Like, imagine they trade this guy for, let's say, like, like one first round and like a fourth, right? And then let's say he could, and let's say he does clear these charges. Now you're like a complete idiot because you you just got fleeced. So I'm of the mindset of, I think you should wait, wait for Deshaun Watson, see how the legal matter plays out. Then you revisit trade discussions, because if he gets cleared, then you could demand a lot. But as of right now, you're going to have to trade him for less. So my thing is, wait, I mean, because the Texans, even with three first round draft picks, like they're still going to suck. And, you know, I think that would be the best case scenario for them is to get a lot of draft capital back. So your best interest is just to wait. I definitely, I definitely, definitely agree with that point. I really do. You know, the Texans, uh, right now, for me, until they get rid of Deshaun Watson, they will be a laughing stock, a circus. Um, I know they're trying to get out of that by trying to go into a new direction with the new coach, new GM, and all that good stuff. Hold and, on, did you, you know, say and even get... with Deshaun Watson still being there? I think, I think that they're a laughing stock regardless. No, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in recent years, probably, yes, definitely. Um, but we can't forget about the time where they were actually competitive 
uh, competitive and competent with Desha- Deshaun Watson was at the helm. It was like a couple of years ago when they, you know, when they had the back-to-back winning seasons. Uh, I think it was eleven to five multiple times, and then the AFC Championship game or the or the AFC Divisional round. I guess the Chiefs. I can't forget about those kind of things. And when you had the guy, the main guy, Bill O'Brien, leading the 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 horses. You know what I'm saying? And the whole stampede didn't work out too well. But it is what it is. Okay, now. In regards to that, let's get into some soccer real quick. I just want to give you guys some predictions and score lines really quickly because you know me. Like, I try to fit in some of the soccer here and there when we can. And it's Champions League week again. And last week, I did terrible. Not terrible, but it wasn't my fault. The reason why I didn't win my bet. And Will can testify to this. It was not my fault. I mean, how do you bet on a team like Bayern Munich to defeat FC Salzburg and they don't get the job done. I mean, that is it's straight nonsense. It's straight nonsense. But we moved them. All right. Benfica and Ajax. Uh, for no sense. Oh, so isn't it? Sorry, I'm, let me, I'm going a little bit too ahead. Let's go to let's go to Villarreal and Juventus. Will, what are you saying for that game, prediction-wise? Yes, I, I would go with Juventus here. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I think Juventus is like plus something right now. So they're not even like the big favorite there. Uh, Chelsea and Lille, uh, who you got for that game? Lille indeed. I'm just joking. <laughs> With who? Lille. Versus Chelsea? Yes. No, Chelsea. Chelsea. Damn. You heard him first, guys. Yeah, uh, Benfica yeah, yeah. and Ajax. What are we talking about here? Ajax. Okay. And this is like a little toss-up for me, right? Athletic okay. Madrid at home. United on on our way, you know this team kind of evenly matched. We look at it, but draw. Atletico Madrid looking to not get scored on, in my opinion. United, basically a team that doesn't really create too much chances against the big name teams. So I'm not sure how they'll score a goal. I look at a draw here, zero zero. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna go with the draw as well. I, I don't know about okay, zero okay. zero, but I, th- I think it'll be a draw though. Okay, okay. There you have it. Now finally. Finally, scratch that. I'm sorry, European fans, because it's over now. You know, we're going to get to some basketball talk. Because if you saw what happened this weekend, it was All-Star Weekend. You know, before, it's All-Star Weekend and then Valentine's Day. People, you should ask me, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? And I'd be like, is that even a question? Are you serious right now? It's All-Star oh, freaking were... weekend. Oh, I thought you were asking me what I was doing for Valentine's Day. I was about to say, bro, Valentine's Day was last Monday. I know, but usually All Star Weekend happens before Valentine's Day. Am I correct? I actually no, actually no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. The uh, All Star Weekend usually happens around the twentieth because my little serious? brother was born during the All Star break. I mean, during the All Star game in twenty eleven. So yeah, I, I remember that because we were definitely watching the All Star game at the hospital. So yeah, it's always around this time. Valentine's Day always comes. I think you mean the Super Bowl usually comes after Valentine's Day. I think. Mm, I'm maybe I I'm confusing either of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless of that, people usually ask me, like, what are you doing that week? Pretty much. That's the whole gist I'm getting at here. And I okay. say, in response to that, it's freaking all-star weekend. What do you mean I'm doing? I'm sitting down in front of my TV and I'm watching the three-point contest. I'm watching the skills challenge. I'm watching the freaking dunk contest, which is trash, by the way. But we'll get into that. And I'm watching the freaking all-star game. Is what do you weird, mean by to that? be honest with you, that I don't care about yeah. all-star weekend like that? Really? Yeah, like, like I don't find it that entertaining. Elaborate. Like, I don't find it that entertaining, if I'm being real with you. 
Hmm. It has like entertainment for you dwindled down over the years, or is it? Yeah, you know, just yeah. like never like, been. I think like it's cool when you're younger. You know, you see like all like the stars play, but I'm not gonna lie to you, like it's like it's just not as exciting. Like like the Rising Star game isn't that exciting to me. Even like the new format that they had, um, the celebrity game was trash. Like most of those guys, I didn't even know. Let's keep it a buck here. You knew Miles Garrett. Yeah, but most of those guys, I didn't know. Um, so like to me, that wasn't that interesting. You know, the three point okay. contest was pretty cool. The skills challenge, like like the teams that like that was decent. The dunk contest was terrible. The all star game was cool, but to me, mm-hmm. it's not that exciting. Like if I'm being real with you, um, I think to go to it would be exciting, but yes. watching it at home, it really doesn't do anything for me. But it is better than the Pro Bowl, though. I'll give you that. But I honestly yeah, think definitely that way need, better. Yeah, I I honestly think that they need to scrap the Pro Bowl. I mean... And do what exactly? No, my fault. Not the Pro Bowl. That they need to scrap the slam dunk contest. I actually don't see the need in the slam dunk contest anymore because if you really think about it, what else can really be done? Like... so I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. The exact same thing. Yeah, like there's only but so many ways that the human body can twist and turn while trying to catch a ball. Like it's not like an endless amount of dunks that you can do. So to me, we're going to always just be seeing the same dunks that we see every few years going forward. To me, they should scrap that, right? Scrap the dunk contest. And I think we should have a 1v1 tournament. And then whoever wins that, you could call it like king of the court. So like whoever wins that is like the king of the court, basically. As in like, they're, you know, I think that would be a little bit better, like a 1v1. I think it'd be a little more competitive. Like you don't want to lose like one-on-one, you know? Like mm-hmm. on live TV to like one of your pairs, like nobody wants to do that. To me, the slam dunk contest, like you lose it, it's like, uh, you know, like the judges, they cheated me. You know, like you could kind of say that, you know, you have an excuse. Like a 1v1 tournament, and no excuses to be losing. I think that'd be much more entertaining, much more entertaining than a slam dunk contest, honestly. When it comes to my recommendation for a replacement for the dunk contest, because I agree with you, you know, like this dunk contest has become sort of. A repetitive thing that yeah. we see every year and this year was by far i mean I, unfortunately i don't want to bash the players here but it was by far the worst i've seen since i started watching basketball yeah, man. And, i mean my amount of attempts to try and get the dunks and mind you some of these dunks I mean, were like really nice but yeah i know then green didn't have a great showing as well obi Toppin, i know he won the dunk contest but you know, even his nice dunk, he didn't even, like, the one dunk that I felt like he had the best out of the whole entire group, he didn't even flush it all the way. Like, he barely got it over the rim, you know? Or he didn't, like, have a power to the dunk, which... Yeah, then, like, Cole Anthony was trying to do, like, the whole, like, New York thing, and it's like, bro, you were born in Oregon. Yeah. Like, I don't really understand it. Like, I guess, like, your dad played for the Knicks, but you're, you're not from New York. Like, it just, like, it was just cringe. Like, you know, like, he put on Tim's, and, like, he trying to, like, like you know, like, woo walk and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's, it's, just, it's just, like, bro, like, just like just, just do your dunk, bro. So, so, my replacement would be, actually, to have a game of horse, because I know that these NBA shooters are really good, and when it you comes down do to horse? it... Yeah! I do horse, you know what I'm saying? Like, see who's the best shooter. And horse is a fun game for me. It's a game that it's relatable to the kids and the younger generation. Um, and I'm sure that they would be able to enjoy a competition of who can hit the more crazier shots. And, you know, 
having a one-on-one tournament isn't bad either. King of the Court is not bad either, so I'm not against that. But I also think that Horse should definitely be a part of that list of replacements. When you look at the dunk contest, I just think that sometimes for me, even though it's been a tr- traditional thing in the past, it's kind of scary sometimes. I don't know what it is, man. But like, I feel like when you come down to it and these guys trying to jump and contort the body in ways that are appealing to the masses and in ways that are spectacular. And I just fear for a wrong landing that could pretty much <laughs> end the rest of the season. And it'd be like a West nothing for me, you know, but that, that's just my little thing about the dunk contest. Not many yeah. Really, you know? Well, well, considering that that hasn't happened, I don't think in the history of a dunk contest before mm-hmm. that I could remember. I only think that's really that big of an issue. Um, kind of worrying about the injury. If I'm being honest, like of course, like there's the you know, like there's the threat there, but then there's also the threat of injury during the All Star game. There's also a threat during the Rising Star Challenge. So yeah, I kind of don't really see that as the issue. Um, the reason why a game of horse wouldn't work is because horse is not marketable. Like that isn't what people would stay up to watch. Kind of like you know, like the slam dunk contest is like the main event. Like that's like that's why it's last. Like that's the cap. Like that's to put like a stamp on like the night, right? Like a game of horse, that would be like if you wanted to like replace the skills challenge or something like that. Like to me, like that couldn't replace a slam dunk contest because I don't really think players would care too much about it because, okay, so what? Like lose a a game of horse because you can't hit shots like over the backboard like Steph Curry can or whatnot, right? To me, that's not, like there's no real bragging rights in that. Like if, if like, I'm being honest. So to me, like like a game was like one v one, let's say ten, right? To me, that brings out like competitiveness, like because you lose one on one, like you clearly got beat. Now that's bragging rights, you know. I feel like people would more be inclined to watch that than like watch a game of horse in terms of like like the main event because we're talking about replacing the main event, not just adding a new. Because I think horse would be cool to add in the All Star break. But not as like the main event kind of like that's like the line like that's along the lines that I was thinking of was like we have to replace the main event. Okay, I mean that's fine too. Uh, I was just making sure that I acknowledged that horse should definitely be at least in the list of trying to place it because I mean I mean there has to be a a long list of things to try and replace the dunk contest anyway because as you mentioned before the dunk contest receives the most views. It's the main event. It's the highlight. They'll event. never replace it, bro. I, I, so. I, don't think that, I don't think that the dunk contest will get replaced. Um, Oh, I, on the contrary, on the contrary. To I be think honest, it's if they're like, finding ways to replace now the skills challenge and, and make it into different things, different challenges, different uh, functions, then I think that in due time, when it comes to a show that the dunk contest is not really exciting to watch, they'll definitely find a way to replace it. Nah, I, I, again, I, I don't think that that gets replaced. I, I think that the NBA will probably change how they recruit players. Like, I think that they'll start paying players like, like a lot of money to join, so that people could see the players that they want to see as like a drama rant. You know, maybe they could, you know, convince Aaron Gordon to give it like one more chance. Zach Levine, like, I think that they'll end up just starting to like invite players and give them, you know, like big money because they make a lot of money off that slam dunk contest. So I, I think it'll be something like that. But I don't think that the dunk contest will ever go. If I'm if I'm being real, I think that'd be like the last thing to go. That and the three point contest. I don't think those are going anywhere. If I'm being real with you, um, it's kind of like the People NFL Pro Bowl. That like that like the uh, NFL Pro Bowl is so trash. It's trash every year. Like I, like it's like. Did you watch the Pro Bowl this year? Uh, I watched spurts of it. Not the Utter whole thing, nonsense. Though. 
utter nonsense. Like, like I had it on my TV. Utter nonsense, bro. It, like that, like that game was. It was basically like watching preseason, bro. It was terrible. They, they didn't even tackle. They didn't even tackle. They didn't even tackle, bro. They were playing. Oh, that's a little bit different, though. They I were, mean, no, it's, it's, it's no, highly no, content. it's absolutely garbage. I think they need to scrap the all uh, the uh, NFL Pro Bowl. I think make it a seven on seven flag game. But do like what the NBA did. Do like a whole week of like skill challenges. You got the forty yard dash challenge. You know, you could have, um, you you know, you know, like the one v one challenge with like a DB and like receivers. Like, kind of do it like yeah, like you know, do something like what like the All Stars. Like they could take some notes from the NBA All Star because I, I tell you what, that slam dunk contest was better than any NFL Pro Bowl in recent years. Okay, like so, I think that, I think that the NFL they can do a lot. They can do a lot, and I, I like the NFL that. Pro Bowl though. <laughs> and, and I also think that the NFL should make the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl. I don't like that if you made the Super Bowl, that you kind of can't attend the festivities of the Pro Bowl. I don't think that's fair to the to like the All Pro players that are competing for a championship. Why not make that an after season thing? In my opinion, I think that's how it should be done. You know, like maybe not the week after after the Super Bowl, but let's say like like the Super Bowl was played like last week. So let's say like this week, for example, let's say like this week is for like a break. Then the next week you have Pro Bowl weekend, like, you know, NFL All-Star Pro Bowl weekend. Like the NFL could take some notes from the NBA, man. But I mean, I I like the format that they have right now in terms of trying to keep it Pro Bowl and then Super Bowl. But when you say notes being taken, uh, are we... Are we forgetting the the skills that they do have or the challenges that that they do have for the NFL at the moment with the throwing, the darts, and the dodgeball, all that stuff? You know, like you you don't find that entertaining at all. No. But they are new. It's not. It's not like they're just doing the Pro Bowl though. There are different things they do now. Okay. Well, I mean, like I I didn't know that. So kudos to them. But do more. I don't know. Like just something to make it more engaging. Like it just seems like every that. year you see the same critiques of, like about the Pro Bowl. Like it's just boring. Like I I don't find it interesting. Uh, so let's talk about the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you uh, How did you like that? How did you view that? I know Eric Steph Curry. Won the All Star game was cool. I kind of do like that new rule of the first to 163. I, I like that. I like that a lot because versus with like the shot clock going down, well, no shot clock's still on, but versus like, like the time of, of regulation going down and, you know, you can kind of waste clock to kind of get the win. I like that. You got to score and you got to get stops. You have to, you know, like you don't got to rely on the clock. You don't got to worry about, you know, Oh, two seconds left to get your shot off. I like that. So, um, yeah. I I'm a, I was you know I think that's a good rule change. I think it makes the game more competitive. I also do like how they now kind of have like you know like the team that wins gets a little bit more incentive with like the charity stuff. They have like the kids there that would receive the money because now that kind of puts some pressure on the players as well. It's kind of like yo, don't be BSing out out there, bro. Like this is like my college fund that you're playing with, you know. So it, so you know even though like the game is like a relaxed at, atmosphere, I do like the new rule changes to me that makes it like that made it competitive we're seeing when it was like 160 to 161 and like it's kind of like you know next shot wins this game basically and to me that i like that a lot um and yeah you know i don't i don't get how 
how they had Zach Levine on LeBron James. That like I think that's just what I don't understand. Like how in a situation like that, how the hell is like Zach Levine's a fan? No, no, that was Zach Levine. What am I talking about? Who was that? That was I think that was Zach Levine. Was that Zach Levine? Yeah, I think that was Zach Levine. That was Zach Levine. Why the hell is Zach Levine on LeBron James? What? That is absolute nonsense. There is no way that that should have happened. And actually, if you really want to be real, Team Durant, even though they didn't have Kevin uh, Durant, um, like they played pretty good. Like they like they did play really good. Um, I thought that Team LeBron was a lot better overall. Mm. But I mean, Steph Curry was going crazy. Oh my guy had what well, he had like sixteen threes. Jesus. Yes, that guy had a massive class performance. <laughs> Yo, so yeah. like that's good because I'm gonna need that to carry over into the NBA when that game starts. And also, another reason that I kind of don't like All Star Break, I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't like that there's no NBA games on until like basically Thursday. It's a whole week with no NBA games, bro. Yeah, I know. Like this is just terrible. Annoying. Like this is just absolute nonsense, bro. Like mm-hmm. I can't bet on no games. Like I'm just you know like I'm you know like I'm starting to itch. It's just ridiculous. Like I'm getting withdrawal. I'm I, I like I'm getting NBA withdrawal, bro. It's just crazy. Oh my goodness, you guys hear this? Man, it's funny. It is funny indeed. Uh, really quickly, talk to me about your thoughts on Cat winning the three point contest. I know he made comments before earlier about him being the best big man shooter of all time. He, he kind of backed it up in a in a way on, on Saturday. Okay, he bias is. aside, I know he has some ties with him. Yes, Cat Cat is the best shooting big man of all time. And mm. if not of all time, he's definitely top three. I like come on, man. Like this guy is seven foot tall and he's a he's a threat from anywhere on the court constantly. I think he has the best offensive package for any big man as well because of how versatile he is. I I don't think any center in the NBA can score as much as he can, like kind of from anywhere from the court. So, you know, obviously he's not the best center in the league, but when it comes to shooting the ball, I think Cat is definitely the like the best. Like, and I don't think it's close. I, th- I think he's better than uh, Joel and Embiid, Jokic, all, like all of them when it comes to purely scoring. Now, overall game, that's a different conversation. But if I need a three, or if I need like a mid, I know which center I'd rather be throwing that ball to. Mm. Okay, okay, they are right there. And by the way, for those who are wondering, um, Cleveland or Team Cleveland, for that matter. Which consisted of Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, and Jared Allen won the skills challenge, defeating the Atentacumpo brothers. And I think the rooks consisting of what was it? Uh, um, I think it was Josh Giddy, uh, Kate Cunningham, and Scott Barnes. My guy, Scott Barnes. Who it's absolutely crazy. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck, he missed six lips, man. Yo, Charles Barkley is hilarious. Chuck, Chuck is hilarious. This guy said. That the Nessus and Tetsukumpo is lucky guy because as long as Giannis is the man, he has a job. And that's facts. That guy is a scrub. I'm sorry. Like, it pays to have your brother be Giannis, man. Because I that guy does not deserve to be in the league over a lot of other players that you can say could probably well, how, why would you say that more. Huh? Why would you say that? Yo, why else is he in the league, bro? No, I think we all know why he is. Okay, but so you, so but so he hasn't really gotten consistent game time for me to be like he's a total scrub. Yeah, nah, nah, I know like he's not good enough to get more game time. Like the team is 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 already deep enough to the point where I don't feel like he fits anywhere for them at the he's, moment. He's good enough to play, 
when they're up by 30. <laughs> yes. I tell you what, hey, look, bro, it's a package deal. I think Giannis is doing the right thing. Yo, you want me to be happy? Sign my brother. Why not? Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, like you can't tell me that you need your like 12th man on your bench to be a guy that's gonna really contribute. So make it my brother. Hey, look, sometimes you gotta you know throw your weight around. That's clearly why yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not and mad at that. I think no. yeah, yo, I, how could you be mad at that? How how could you be mad at that? You you know, I, I mean, yeah. look, Giannis is worth you having his brother there, even if his brother doesn't contribute. If you gotta pay his brother two million dollars for Giannis to be happy, I think that's what you gotta do. Hmm. Hmm. Now indeed, I do indeed. like Alex though. I do like Alex. I think he has a lot of potential, but I just don't see how he gets kind of like I don't really know like like how he gets his opportunity. But my thing is, right, you know what I find really confusing? I kind of do want to go back to Alex and Thanasis, right? Okay. I'm pretty sure that these guys, especially Thanasis, because you play with Giannis. I'm pretty sure he, he probably lives with Giannis, right? Like they probably live, you know, together. They probably uh, travel to like, you know, you I know, know. Like they probably I'll, travel I'll to practice you. like together. They probably spend a lot of time live together. Live is, is a different step. I mean, Giannis has kids and he has, he has a wife. I'm not sure. I mean, unless they have like a big mansion where they live together. I don't think, I'm not sure if they I mean, well, together. I don't think that Giannis is, okay, well, maybe they don't live together. But like what I'm saying is that they, okay, like they seem like they're a pretty close family. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So like, let's say like, so like if they live to, like uh, together, I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I'm saying. Because mm. I'm pretty sure Giannis is not living in a two bedroom home. Okay. Now, I'm pre- so as I said, I'm pretty sure that they, you know, like they travel to work. They work out together and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. How the hell is it that you train and learn with Giannis and you just not as good? Like, not like my thing good. is not that you're going to be a, a Giannis, right? But you should at least be ser- like more serviceable than what you are. Because like, are you not learning from him? Like yeah, they're it's all like the holiday brothers. They're all they're all physically gifted. Like it's not like Giannis is six ten, and then the rest of them are just six foot. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all yes. phys- like they're all built like him, kind mm-hmm. of. Like how are you just not like how are you like you not learning? Like they get paid to play basketball. Like there's no reason to not be better when you get like when Giannis is your brother. Like you don't have to worry about it like a job. You don't you don't have to worry about paying bills. All that you gotta do is worry about playing basketball. How are you not getting better? I mean, can't we? I mean, we can't assume that to be honest. But I get what your point because wait, 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 obviously we, we know that Drew Holiday and the Holiday brothers, Justin and Aaron, are similar. But those guys no, are actually not. guys that can come off the bench and <laughs> at least give you some serviceable minutes. I was about to say, I was about to say, yo, because uh, who's the brother that played on the Pacers? Aaron Holiday. He's serviceable. Yeah, like, he, he, yo, he bro, is. like yo, I think I, I think he gives you like thirteen points a night. Thirteen points, like per like per game that like he averages, yeah. and then so you have Aaron Drew and who else? That's another one. That's another one. Justin Holiday. Yeah, Justin Holiday. He's Justin Holiday, and he's decent as well. Yo, like see, like now I'm not saying that they got to be on Drew's level because that's their brother. Obviously, you can't all be superstars. Yes, but but especially with the masses, what I'm saying because Drew, because Aaron and the other guy, they don't play on the Bucks. Costa. So. Yeah, like they don't play on the Bucks with Drew. So, but Thanasis is with his brother damn near every day. How, like, how are you not? Like, when you come off the bench, how are you not getting buckets? How are you not dominating? Like, playing against the other second unit? Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like, if Giannis was my brother, and if I had nothing in life to really worry about outside of my job, which is basketball, 
I'd be I'd be coming off that second bench, putting in work. Mm. No we, we all know that you don't know you don't ball though, so you suck. I mean, shoot, if I was six ten, I'd be putting you, you on be, a poster. You you be a uh, Thanasis. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me, you would be the Thanasis because they'd be finding you because yeah. we. You'd be a Thanasis. <laughs> no disrespect to my guy Thanasis, though, by the way. But you would Oh no, all disrespect. All 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 disrespect. Nah. nah all disrespect. I, I don't respect it. Don't I, like, respect I respect it, it but I don't respect it at the same time. I don't really like when people like kind of just get handouts. But yeah, I mean he doesn't play and he won't play but for as the I said, future. Can't be mad at it though. Can't be mad at it because you know, look, the game is the game, but I just don't respect it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So yes, so yes, so yes, so yes. I I, I mean this disrespectfully, but yes, oh, Giannis is oh, Giannis God. is the man. So okay, it's nice. Listen, man. I, I unfortunately, Thanasis, I don't really see him playing for the foreseeable future. And speaking of a guy who will not play for the foreseeable future, CP3 is now out six yeah. to eight weeks. Yes, yeah, that is a big blow. <laughs> that is a big blow. That's a huge loss. You just lost the point guard. For basically two months. Yeah, pretty much. And a guy who's been averaging, I believe, a career high in assist. Yeah, before I, I the All Star break. Yeah, I think he's averaging like is like averaging like what like 16, 15 points and like yeah. twelve assists or something yeah. like that. Like or like That's or like eleven. That is crazy. Absolutely okay. ridiculous, yo. And the ridiculous. yo, and the thing is, even though like I know he's probably gonna hit like ten assists, I still don't bet on him for over under assist because like to me, it just don't feel right. Betting on a man to get twelve assists per night, mm-hmm. bro. Like, 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 it's like something about that just feels off. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel that, like that's kind of like you know, yeah, like that's kind of like when you like look at Steph Curry, and and like his over under on threes is like five. I'm like, bro, I'm not betting on that. The next thing you know, he has four in the first quarter, and you're like, well, damn, well, damn. Yeah, 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 well, man. Damn. So the Suns sit at forty and ten right now, first in the West, best. Uh, league record. Um, mm-hmm. When you Been look balling. at the team and how they are constructed, kind of not want to say they're built around CP3 because they are a team that scores by committee with uh, some brilliance from Devin Booker and here and there from DeAndre Ayton, obviously, and some other key contributors in Cameron Johnson, Payne, and surprisingly, guys like JaVale McGee and Bismack Biombo here and there. Um, how far do you see this team dropping until Chris Paul returns? Oh no, they will drop. Um, I don't know if they drop out the first seat. No, actually, I, huh, I have to see. Actually, I, have to, I, I, I actually do have to see because even though you do say that they kind of do score by committee, which is kind of true, partially of that. No, actually, not even partially. A big role of that is because of CP3 with his ball distribution is why yeah. it's like a big team effort. So mm-hmm. now you're gonna have to have Devin Booker kind of handling the ball a lot more. Um, I don't even know who who's a backup point guard. Um, is it campaign? Is he? Yeah, it's probably, it's probably campaign here. It's, yeah, you know, I don't even know. Campaign up for Payton. They just traded for uh Aaron Holiday, so he could be serviceable. Talk hey, look, Aaron Holiday again. Hey, look, he is serviceable, but yeah. he's not CP three kind of serviceable. So of course, that not, offense. But... So like that offense is going to take a big step back, and a lot, and like a couple of these players' numbers are, are going to drop. Like they're like they are just going to drop. Like it, it it is what it is. Okay, because CP three puts you in such good positions to score the ball like the like you know it's like the pass is always on time when it needs to be and i and i and i and i do think that they are going to struggle i you know i, I think so you know and, think for, that... and, and and just forget his and just forget his passing right okay. like let's like let's just talk about like he's like a coach like he's a coach on the court mm-hmm. like like to me cb3 is like is like one of those players that i think if he retires i, I can see him going into coaching 
Like, because he just has, like, that great of an understanding of, like, the game. Like, he understands where his teammates need to be, you know, and, like, he lets them know where they need to be, which helps the Suns out a lot, a lot. And I think them missing him for six to eight weeks, I think I think that they're going to lose a lot of games. Not, like, a lot of games, but I think that they're going to lose more games these six to eight weeks than they've lost the first half of the season. Like, I think, or, or, or maybe they're going to lose or, more than 10 games, basically. Like, there or about. Like there were about, I yeah yeah I I think they could end up losing about like eight about like eight games. I mean, but you think about it, what they probably gonna be playing six to eight weeks. What are they gonna be playing another what like twenty thirty games? Maybe possibly. Yeah, something like that, right? Something like that. Like what? Like they'll be around like when Chris Paul comes back, they would have played about like what? Like they would have played about twenty some games. Yeah, I, I I can see them losing about. Seven, seven of like those games. If I'm being real, I think he's that big of a loss. I think he's that, especially with DeAndre Ayton. You know, I think that that affects Devin Booker as well, uh, as well too, because Devin Booker's been playing lights out. But now with him having to handle the ball a lot more, now he's not going to be scoring as effectively. You know, like Mikael Bridges, who's been having a fantastic season, um, kind of breaking out this year. I mean, you know, CP3 sets him up a lot, and I, I just think that some, I think these players' numbers are, are going to drop, and I think that they're going to kind of like like they'll still be good but they're just gonna drop off i, I think like like I, I can see them falling to like the second or like third seed like but by, by like by the time that he has to come back hmm. okay second or third seed is a big drop off i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna say that the most right now they'll drop to is probably second the warriors sit 6.5 games behind them so um maybe possible but uh barring a really big big drop off i don't really see it happening and that's um, I do believe in the skill set of Aaron Holiday, Alfred Payton, and Cam uh, Payne to at least keep the ship somewhat steady and have Devin Booker, like you mentioned before, try and do what it is when it comes to handling the ball and trying to get other teammates involved because we have seen him do this in the past in the yeah. playoffs when CB3 was injured and he wasn't there. Um, so it definitely is possible. Um, and I think that they're a well-coached team anyway by – Monty Williams, that they don't really have to rely so much on Chris Paul to really generate some offense that's effective to winning games uh, nightly on a nightly basis. Uh, but uh, they definitely will take a, a step down from where they are right now because CP3, that is, like you said, a big loss, a really, really big loss. But yeah, um, um business I, I by trading for Aaron Holiday. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, like, you know, in hindsight now, it's like a very good move. But I also do want to touch on the fact that you said that the Warriors are like basically they're seven games behind. Um, and, and I think if, if you're the Suns, I think like, of course, you don't want CP3 to get hurt. But if I'm being real with you, I, I think that the injury came at a good time for them versus it coming later on, possibly missing playoff games. I, I think, you know, that considering that you do have a seven game cushion, like, I think you can afford to mess up a little bit because they will win more games than they lose, you know? So I, I think that, like, it's of course you don't want the injury, but I think this time is ideal because he will be back for the playoffs. And mm. and then you'll have a kind of like arrested Chris Paul. And Chris yeah. Paul is not young. So arrested Chris Paul, you know, you know, it, it's always good to give these players rest. And the pay, and the Suns have, have been playing at like a high level for a very long time this season. So, you know, you kind of always do fear like the burnout aspect of it. Like you don't want to burn out come playoffs. Like you don't want to burn out before the playoffs and like kind of have other teams catch up to you. So, you know, I, I think this rest is is going to be good for Chris Paul. Wow, six point five games 
uh, uh, is the gap between the Warriors and the Suns. Now that is a huge gap when it comes to in the Western Conference. It's a it's a huge gap. Yeah, but, but I could definitely see the Warriors huge. catching up though. Yeah, like, definitely. Like maybe definitely. like by the time that Chris Paul come back, Warriors are like maybe like two games. Off. At least, at least. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, like I can see something like that, like where like the Warriors are kind of like creeping up on them, but. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see, like, how that offense – because now the whole offense has to change. Like, the entire offense kind of has to change. Mm-hmm. You cannot run that mm-hmm. offense the same without Chris mm-hmm. Paul. So, mm-hmm. we have to see. I mean, you know, like, this is where, you know, like, Monty Williams, like, this is where we're going to see exactly how great of a coach he is. Like, that's still a very good team. And, again, they will still win more games than they will lose. But now we have to see the team performances that they put in. We have to see how they're going to still get everybody involved. Like, we're going to see, is Devin Booker going to take on more of the ball handling role? Or is he going to still kind of be – in, like, scoring mode. I mean, like, you know, is Cameron Payne going to be, like, that guy to kind of try to fill the void? But nobody could fill that void of what CB3 gives you. I mean, 15 and, like, what, 10 assists is is fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Especially CB3 in the fourth quarter as well. Like, when games are close, he usually – because Chris Paul – because, like, so, so like, how, like, I kind of like sports bet. Like, I so Chris Paul's over-under on points is usually, like, 14.5, right? I usually always take it because Chris Paul doesn't score a lot. And, like, at halftime, he'll have, like, five points, right? But then come, like, that third, fourth quarter, especially when the game is close, Chris Paul, like, he turns, like, a whole other, like, he takes, like, it's, like, his mid-range. Like, he just kind of starts going crazy. And, like, they're going to miss that, man. Like, that, 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 like that's really a big loss, bro. It is a big loss. <laughs> like, yeah, but I do believe in Monty Williams and the coach that he is. I think mm-hmm. that he'll be able to uh, galvanize this team. In a way that will be conducive to winning in the future. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. Any setback that Chris Paul has, like, like you know, like they need to hope that everything goes smoothly with Chris Paul's recovery, with Chris Paul whatever surgery. Like they need to hope that at the end of the six to eight weeks that he is able and ready to start getting, you know, back into basketball shape. Because any injury that keeps Chris Paul out further than this, mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. touching mm-hmm. the playoffs, yeah, yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, speaking of a guy who has been resting, Chris Paul is going to get his rest. But speaking of a guy who has been resting for some time now, Goran Dragic signs with the Nets, and a yes, guy sir. who has been, you know, kind of miserable in Toronto since being traded. Yeah, I've been miserable in Toronto too, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. To be honest, and you can see the guy was just not happy at all. Going, can you to imagine Miami. going from Miami with like the beach, Cuban women, mm. to to like what? Toronto, like where they put bags, like they put their milk now, in, in but, bags. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just saying the atmosphere, the culture. Do you want Do you want to live in Do you want to live in Toronto, bro? Well, like, yeah, yo, bro. I'm not. I'm I'm not thinking about women as soon as just, I talk. Just, I get into just this just just picture this. Picture you in Miami, right? Coconut, palm trees. Oh, he 80, yo, bro. Palm yo, trees, bro. coconut. Yo, bro. Weather. He never fails, bro. Eighty-five degrees every day. Yo, you mm-hmm. can wear. You know, like you could put the top down on like your Ferrari, right? You know, you playing for like you you playing for them for the uh Miami Heat. It's a big team, right? Mm-hmm. You know, big fan base, right? The water, yachts, boats. Then the next thing you know, get to the about, point. The next thing you know, you you going to Canada. You like you're not even in America no more, bro. It's like mm-hmm. 50 degrees every day, just you know, gloomy. You know, you know, everybody talks like this, eh? Like, bro. Oh, stop it. I'd be in my bag. Okay. What's wrong with this guy? Yo, I would be in my bag. That's like having a move from 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 like Miami. You might as well just be going to Maine. 
like you might as well just go to Maine, bro. Like Wyoming or something. Like like North Dakota. Like the Miami Heat just outcasted him. But- anyways, 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 forget about all that. You just go on a tangent about these two places that you desire to live in and not live in. Whatever. But Goran Dragic, look about to Goran Dragic, right? You ain't, you ain't deny it though. I what what did you ask me? No, I'm saying like you didn't say that anything that like I was saying was like kind of off key. Who want to live in Toronto? No, I said I said that when I, when it comes to places I I don't think about. You mentioned a Cuban woman. I don't think about Cuban women. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? When I, Trust when me, I go we to... we think about them Cuban women. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. But Toronto, though, like, come on. I mean, it's not it's not 50 degrees every day now. Stop. Yo, bro. It's more like 35 degrees. 20 Yo, degrees. bro. <laughs> Yo, bro. Do you know how, like, we got boxed milk? Like, or not boxed milk, but, like, how's our milk coming? Like, the plastic Yo, kind of? I'm not going to hold you. They in Miami, milk in milk. Miami, the, the milk is in cartons. You feel me? In Toronto, that joke is... <laughs> Yo, bro. Yo, bro. In Canada, they put milk in bags, bro. Yeah. Bro. You know, Yo, like, you imagine... Hey, yo. Yo, grab me a bag of milk, eh? No. God, what is this A part? Oh my god. That's how they do stop. That's how they talk. Like yo, cringing. I'm cringing. Why are you saying that? Please stop it. Picture this, bro. No, I'm not gonna picture anything. Let's get back to Goran Dragic. Yo, bro, I'm talking about Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic was probably getting milk delivered to him in Miami from like a milkman to now he has to drive in fifty in fifty degree weather, right? He had like he had to throw away all of all of his beach clothes. Like there's not even no beaches in Toronto, bro. And Are you sure no. about that? Yeah, what beaches in Toronto, bro? Are you sure about that? Probably, I don't know. I mean, there, look, there, there can't, can't not be a beach in Toronto. I mean, like there's gotta be a beach somewhere. But who's going yo, who who's going to Toronto to go to like the beach, bro? It'd be fifty degrees. No, if you live in Toronto, you would go to the beach when it's warm outside. Yeah, when's that? That one day in June? Multiple days in June, maybe like five nah, bro. It's a dub. Yo, I don't blame Goran Dragic. I'd have been trying to get a buyout. So I'd be like, yo, I'm not playing here, bro. Okay, so Let's so play. talk to me about his potential impact for the Nets. Do you Especially see him having like, a come... big impact or what? Because he's like, he's more like a scoring guard, oh, not a really. Oh yeah. A oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh 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 yeah. I like that. I like that move. I like it a lot. Coming off the bench, look, we had to let go of of Javon Carter. Look, we smoking the Javon Carter pack. Never liked the guy. I remember I used to complain to you about like why he was getting so many minutes. You like, like you remember that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, like this guy just looks like my dad. Like he just looks like he just don't belong out there. Like he he just looks out of place, right? And you know, I wish him the best. But Goran Dragic is a fantastic move. Um, him running the second unit now, we do not need uh, um, what's the guy's name, James Johnson to run to kind of bring the ball up the court, which he was doing. Um, yeah, now we have a facilitator. But as you said, scoring, 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 scoring. The Nets have a lot of scores, and that second unit is going to be a really good second unit when it comes to scoring. Um, you know, with Cam Thomas, with um, well, either with Patty Mills or Seth Curry, depending on you know if it's a home game or not, if Kyrie's going to be there or not, whatever. So, yeah, I, I think that you definitely can't go wrong with adding a Goran Dragic. I think all contending teams kind of wanted to get Goran Dragic. Um, but I think he really came to us. Yes, he's chasing the ring because, you know, like the Nets kind of are still the, still the title favorites. But, you know, he wasted with Steve Nash. I think a lot of people aren't kind of talking about that enough. It, like a lot of people are just kind of, are just saying that he's trying to just chase a ring. 
But, I mean, if you can chase a ring and if you can also do it with a coach that used to kind of play with, especially a coach like Steve Nash, who I'm pretty sure has, like, a lot of pulling power with some of these players, then why wouldn't you want to do it? So I do like the move. Um, I think that he, I think that he's going to have a good uh, impact for us. I don't think he's going to do it like anything ridiculously crazy. Not not like no six man like the year or nothing crazy like that. But I, I like our bench pieces, man. I, I think that we have a solid bench unit. I don't think you guys are still the top favorites. I'm not going to lie. But well, no, like we are according to Vegas. Like if you had to place a futures bet, the Nets still have the um the yes. highest odds of yes. favorites. Vegas usually never lies, but in my in my no Vegas always my... lies. Are you are you kidding me? Vegas gonna use no, no. predict it, it right. Comes to the reasoning behind things, I, I like they they're pretty good in that. I will. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I'm about to say because because there because there's been a couple times that Vegas has sold on some futures. Okay, I mean you go back to that game. I I know you you definitely re- remember this game that Cleveland Browns versus the Denver, Denver Broncos. Okay. No Baker, uh, the last string QB, and they still were the favorites to beat that Denver Broncos team. Can you believe that? I know the Denver Broncos were <laughs> not a great team either way, but. <laughs> To be favorites without all those players is max. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's pretty bad. So I Vegas mean, I mean, about. wait, but did the Broncos have a quarterback that game either? They Drew did. I count. think they had um Teddy. Drew Lock don't count. No, no, Teddy Bridgewater was definitely starting that game. I believe. Oh, he started that game. Oh yeah, I mean, look, like that's just kind of like a... definitely... if I can remember. If yeah. Can hey, remember. look. Hey, look. Well, then if that's the case, I definitely wouldn't have had the Broncos as winners. So. I want me know the Browns as winners. So look, I mean Vegas, they do have have their reasons. Um, mm. but I but I, I think that I think that the Nets still have to be uh considered the title favorites, um, because their recent run of bad form, like those mm-hmm. eleven games, mm-hmm. was with the beat up squad. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what Vegas is accounting for. Now, let's say if we were healthy, right? Let's say like there was KD, like like as in like there was no excuses on why you should be losing. And I think if we'd have lost eleven games with a healthy team, I, there's no way. There's no way that they could have still been the favorites. But yeah, yeah, I think that they're kind of just taking, like they're kind of like looking at the overall picture versus just the recent run of form. Kind of that's just what I think. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, guys. Guys, if you stayed towards the end, which I know you did because you love hearing our voices, then congratulations, we've made it to the end. Yes, oh, okay. yes, sir. You feel me? Yes, sir, it's yes. Game Breakers once again coming at you live. Here in our great homes. Okay. Well, you don't. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, like you don't have. (laughs) You know, I'll say that because I don't have a mansion yet. I I need a mansion. You know, like we are in our homes, so you know, like you're not guessing that we're coming from here. We are coming to you from the crib. Now, yo, shout out to my guy Owen doing a great job of hosting. Shout out to NBS Nuts and Bolts. If you guys, you know, always hear us kind of talk about them sometimes throughout the show. That's because. They are a sports company. They do some great content, a lot of articles, you know, a bunch of different sports they cover, you know, different teams as well. It's not kind of just like the same teams. It's, you know, like they got people in different states. You know, it's people that cover like the Bears, the Cowboys, um, you know, just like college football, college Thank basketball, you. soccer. All that. So nuts and bolts sports, you guys just type them in and you guys see a lot of great content. So big up to them. And also, guys, don't forget to follow us on IG at gamebreakers.pod when you do follow us on ig make sure to click the link tree follow us on all of our other socials we have the links to the apple uh you know podcast where you can discover us on apple you can discover us on spotify we also have the link for our new tiktok that we just launched today and we're going to be pumping out content on there soon guys so yeah shout out to everybody that did listen you know um i can't blame you i'd listen to my voice as well so yes shout out to you guys and yeah we'll catch you guys in a few days 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You heard it here first from him. Guys, everyone be safe. Hope you guys enjoy the show and stay tuned for the next episode of Game Breakers. More sports content, more analysis, more breaking down of the game and all that great stuff. We'll talk to you guys soon. We are out.